Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of our Private Moments. It's our short and sweet episodes where we round up all of our favorite guests and all of our favorite moments and different things. This is a little private moment for you. I hope you enjoy it. When were you having more fun? Like, are you having more fun like now or when you were in the Pussycat Dolls touring? I mean, there's so, there are different levels yeah, of sure. fun. I mean, the fact of being on stage with like thousands of people yeah, that is, wicked, pretty, right? is pretty epic. But I also like, I look back at those times, I'm like, who was that person? Yeah, that's what you I know, mean. I was really young and now I feel like I'm a woman. I especially, it was cool to start a reunion. Didn't quite finish it off. But um, it was cool like to be uh, be an adult and be more familiar and know my body better and, and like put on outfits and be like, yeah, I'm going to show some of this sass and mean it. You know, when I was in my like 20s, I was like, hey, here's my booty pop. Oh. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I remember that. B- yeah. Booty pop. That's actually what the French uh, guy actually made next. It was, <laughs> it was a nice fizzy pop. But, but that's what I mean, I suppose. I think <clears throat> my question is like, because you were touring so much mm. and you were on stage all the time. Yeah. As, as a young man or a young woman, it's kind of, you, it's very hard to get to know yourself because you're playing a role mm. so much all the time. And then what happens is you're on stage, it's this, that. And then when you stop touring, you're then left with yourself again. You go like, wait, yeah. hang on a second. Wait, who, who am I? And that's really hard for anyone who does any sort of performing. Yeah, it was a trip actually because we we were on the road for eight years pretty much solid. That's crazy. Yeah, and then spat out the other end and I was like, okay, who am I without this identity yeah. within the group? Because I got into the whole entertainment industry because I love what I did. I loved dancing. I loved performing. I liked, you know, doing little acting bits and stuff. So, when it led to that, that was that was a surprise. Mm. So I got out the other end and I was like, oh my God, like, what do I do now? Like, yeah. how do I want to wear my hair? Like, what kind of outfit? And I know that sounds silly, but it was true. Mm. I was kind of told, we were all told in some ways what the brand of the Pussycat Dolls was. So to do that for eight years solid and then, uh, you know, kind of, I'm hitting about 30 at that point. I, I actually went and sat with a guru, this guru named Ama. And I did like, cha- I was like just on a journey. I was like, okay, I need to Teaching rediscover. Teaching a mantra type Yeah, thing. I was doing mantras for yeah. like, um, I was doing yoga and like taking different acting classes and just trying to like figure out sort of who I was and get that passion again about the mm. arts and creativity and stuff because I just felt burnt out. Oh my God, this is so okay. Okay, I, I, like just to... We're so similar in we're like, totally oh my similar. God. We were like well, well, because you, our you taught, you yeah. taught, because you taught for eight years. Yeah, I, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I missed that bit of your life. When did, you, when did you do that? I taught for eight years around the world. <laughs> it was so Thousands similar. <laughs> I think we're just so similar in the bad bit. You're talking about the breakdown. Just the so, burnout bit. That's the same. But, I, but my point was, is obviously I did like, we, we did a reality show, right? Which mm. is not compared to the Pussycat Dolls. But you, you play like a character or a role yeah. for, for so many years. And it's heightened, right? So yeah. everything's turned up. And then what happens is, is you're kind of, you, you spit yourself out or you're spat out or whatever happens and you kind of change and things like that. And you then have to reevaluate yourself. Mm. And you're left with your bare bones 
and you suddenly realize, okay, who the hell am I? What do I have to do? You have to rebuild yourself. And I feel like 30, for me, the same thing, is that kind of age where you suddenly go, shit, I've just, I'm 30 now. Yeah. And, and 30 is young, right? Like, I, I think you're old until you hit like 80. I really honestly, truly believe that. <laughs> Can't wait for you to get to 60. Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> fuck. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am young. <laughs> still, still, yeah, but a bit. That See, guy. See, Cher at 75 now. Yeah. yeah. Is she 75? She is 75. What is she, what's she doing to stay? Stretching that skin, honey. I think there's been a few skiing? little stretchies, oh, stretchies going on there. <laughs> what do you mean a stretchy? Just, stretch? You know, like, what Yoga. was that? Um, Oh, Facebook. Osborne, uh, who's the Sharon? One? Sharon. Oh. She, she's described it as like a scrunchie. She's like, you, they basically pull oh. up your skin to the top of your head and put a little scrunchie around it. Well, yeah. Just leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> if I, when I have kids, if I don't pick, when I pick them up from school, if they're not scared of me, because I'm so <laughs> Michael Douglas up, <laughs> I want my kids to run away from me. Because I look. <laughs> Why Just am I making that noise? Because <laughs> you look like the hunchback in Notre Dame. Why am I a hunchback? I don't know. You, said you want to look horrific. <laughs> I want to look good. Just you know, uh, scrunch back. Anyway, my point is, is that <laughs> it, it is tough, and I think a lot of people don't mention this, especially about the entertainment world. That okay, in any other industry, and let's get this serious for a second. Any other industry, right? Doesn't matter if you're a dentist, an archaeologist, an archaeologist, but like a painter, whatever it is. It's <laughs> random. I know. Let's whatever. get serious here. Yeah, let's yeah. get serious. <laughs> okay, look, if you're an archaeologist, right? Imagine it. <laughs> This is real serious but stuff. it's true. There is no time limit. Someone doesn't go to you when you're a dentist. Um, look, you're 30 now or 40 yeah. now. You should probably give up. Mm. The entertainment industry is only the, the only industry you feel like in the world where they go, mm, you know, this is kind of a time when you sort of should change things. There's firstly that. There's secondly that with the entertainment world, which is where you have to act a role and you act a role for so long that like you did eight years or I did reality show for 10 years, whatever it is. You act a role and then you come out of it and you have to refine yourself and the reason why there are so many kind of anxieties or whatever it is within this industry is because you are playing a role for so long and that's really hard to kind of navigate your way through. Does that make sense? Well, I think there's pieces within that role that are you, you know, but then sure. it's just like figuring out what is authentic to you. And, and I don't know, I think it's also like a, such a, a box in a way that you're fitting into, right? But there's so many sort of facets of us as a human in general, let alone like the role you're playing for for that long. So it's just kind of getting to grow up differently, I guess. But, but you you're you were growing up so differently because you're touring, you're so young. You guys were like sex symbols as well, which is also like people loved you for like women loved you, men loved you, everyone loved you. And having that gays. much like your gays, gays. love you. Oh my God. Gays. Everyone loved you guys so much and they still love you. And that's almost really hard because that's so much, you know, how do you bottle that kind of validation, that excitement and everything? Oh, I don't know. I mean, we were in such a bubble really, you know, and it just, it happened so quickly. Jimmy Iovine, the head of Interscope Records at the time. He's a legend. He's a legend. Oh my God. Yeah. The um, Defiant Ones. Hello. Yeah, that's a good documentary, that's isn't a great it? That's uh, He's yeah, he is a legend, and I remember sitting there at the table, and at the time, I actually didn't really know who Jimmy Iovine was, but he's like, you know, okay, your lives are about to change, and I was like, yeah, cool, dude, just excited to have like a gig, you know what I mean, like sort of thing, and then he gave us Don't Sha, and I remember hearing the track, and I was like, oh god, that's actually kind of cool. He's like, we're gonna put Buster Rhymes on it. I was like, oh, Shut oh up. shit, okay. So then I was like, this is a whole different ball game, but it happened like that. But we were, you know, the one 
benefit of being in a group is you have each other. So mm-hmm. we just were in this bubble together. So it, it just was happening at a very fast speed and like reality just shifted. But I knew the stage. So that felt familiar to me because yeah, yeah, yeah. I've grown up performing my whole life. So when I was on stage, that just was like, get goosebumps even thinking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. just such, you know, you, people talk about meditation and being in the zone. Like it's just such an amazing space to exist in because the audience is just there wanting you mm. to give them a show and you just want that energy back. And mm. it's such this like high how, experience. God, it's so it's great. How, I, I love the passion. You, I love the passion. It's oh, so cool. I mean, it was fucking cool yeah, to like yeah. be, and when people start learning the songs and you're like, wait a minute, what's happening now? But I was so young and now, but like who I am now, I wish I, I don't wish I could go back, but I just feel different now. You know, I'm so mm. much more aware of who I am as a person and sort of what I want to gift the world at the time. It was just like, well, this is a cool gig. Wow, mm. this is happening. Was there the fear that though, that it was, that because typically I think what happens in these situations, maybe they don't, is that I would be, you're almost scared that it's going to end because it's so exciting mm. that you you almost don't live in the present as much because you're like, oh yeah. God, this is so exciting and so fun. Yeah. So you're constantly thinking, ah, about Wasn't, that. Did you have that or no? no? Well, my dad was a drummer percussionist and he drummed in and out of the mamas and the papas. So he had like a little taste what? within like the 60s and 70s and stuff. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, and so he would always tell me, you know, this this won't be forever. So enjoy it. Mm. Enjoy the ride. But the, t- the thing was, is being in a girl band, uh, we make people a lot of money. So there was... The schedule was outrageous, mm. and I'm not gonna lie. By the end, I was like, we were. Bra- I was breaking down. I was really? in the hospital. Yeah, they thought I was having like a brain aneurysm. Jesus um, was that anxiety or what was it? I I think it was just going, 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 and my body was just shutting down really. And mm. I was like, I remember being in the hospital. I was actually here in London, and I was like, I gotta, get, I gotta go to Germany. I need to get on a plane now. No, you were just forty. Yeah, you were so conditioned. well, I was just think. Yeah, I was like, I gotta, I got a show to do. And as I was walking to get the MRI for the, what they thought I was having a brain aneurysm, my knee locked up, and I got this viral arthritis, so I oh, couldn't oh. bend my knee. Oh my god! And, I, and the, the doctor Hobbling was like, stage, I think you need dude. to like just rest just for that. <laughs> oh my god I, I don't mean to laugh that is so it's wild isn't it what? but the body just is like you can't that, that's because it was just so much like i've never spoken about this i'm just but you know no but i think it's i think it's so interesting and what i think is so insanely firstly i i know how open you are about stuff and i think that's so wicked and the person that you meet you in the flesh is exactly the person you see wherever that that's what so yeah, it is true nice it's so, it is Thank so you. true it's so true and also i think that being the the entertainment industry people think everyone has quite an easy breezy time it is so hard and it's competitive and it's um you know it's sort of there's no security a lot of the time because you're going from one place and as you said you're making a lot of people a lot of money and sometimes that doesn't always reflect on the whole band as a whole or other people like that um but you do get to have this most incredible time mm. and meeting the amount of people and stuff like that. When you, with the Biscuit Dolls, when was the moment where you went, oh my God, this is happened? When people were starting to sing Don't You Back to Us, we were doing gigs and they started singing back the words. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, what? What is happening? <laughs> and I remember looking over at Kimberly. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at Kimberly and I was like, oh my God, wait all the words. What is happening? Oh my god, my knee! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little. I know. Eight years later, I was gonna be like hobbling yeah. around. Don't you? Yeah. Don't you wish you could crack your knee like this? <laughs> Don't you wish you could uh, be so tired like me? <laughs> so 
<laughs> what I do? Don't right. you? Don't you? <laughs> Don't you wish you could just go to bed? <laughs> oh, but it was amazing, man. It really, really was. Remember, guys, thank you so much for listening. Our private moments are out every week on Monday, so you can get your little fix of private parts at the start of your week. And if you want more, you can go back and listen to the full episode, which we will link in the bios. Just go and click that. And we'll see you on Monday for another one of our private moments. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.